0: Welcome to it. Happy Hump Day, Bruce. How are you? Well, I alive.
1: Yeah. Hump Day. Uh, honestly, this week has been going by like really fast. It's because there's so I, much I, going on. Yeah. I, I, I woke up this morning and looked at uh, looked at the calendar and I was
0: like, wait, today's Wednesday? I thought today's Tuesday. What is this? I thought today was Thursday to be honest. And the reason I thought today was Thursday is because tomorrow's a holiday where I'm at. So this is the last day for work for people this week. So um, I I, uh, I was actually oh, like just talking. Plan. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a Friday. Because I mean, I even went to the I even went to the store today, and they were telling me as I was leaving, uh, happy free day or whatever. Uh, and I thought, okay, well, yeah, that's just because uh, I just thought that it was I thought that it was Thursday, we probably will not be here tomorrow. However, I am going to I'm going to play this one by chance. If Marty decides that he wants to show up tomorrow, then I will happily sit down and do a podcast with him because we don't usually get to him that often, maybe once every two weeks or once every week. So if we can get him twice in one week, then that would be fantastic. Or maybe we'll just take tomorrow off. And if Marty's here, then we will just record an exclusive with him and we'll put it out the following day. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're not sure. But we may or may not be here tomorrow. And if we are, it might just be an exclusive that will come out. I'm not sure yet. But we'll see how that goes. But anyway, today, have you run out of gas down there? Um,
1: not that I'm aware of. No. I mean, I was just talking to somebody earlier, and they were not saying we we're seeing
0: any gas price increases or any of those kind of things. So I imagine we're, we're fine here. You do have a refinery there. So I mean, I would expect that you would, you know. But... I'm seeing that now there are around four thousand stations as opposed to yesterday uh, around forty percent of states are now running dry, so it didn't take long for that to that to get ratcheted up from what we were talking about yesterday yeah I got I'm, people I'm from, wondering go ahead sorry
1: I'm wondering how much of that is like a legitimate okay so would that would that still be forty percent if it was just normal usage or is that forty is that forty percent
0: being spurred upon by the hysteria the media is pushing with this. Could be. Could be. You know, I was I was playing some clips yesterday. I played a clip yesterday of Klaus Schwab talking about a cyber pandemic. And I thought I thought to myself, you know what, if I were an investigator, just me, me personally, if I were an investigator and I was tasked with looking into who hacked that pipeline, I'm telling you right now, he would be the first person on my suspect list <laughs> and it would be a short list. Now, here's the other thing. The Biden administration shut down Keystone, didn't they? They shut down Keystone. Is it entirely possible that they could be responsible? And I'm just asking the question. I don't know this for sure. I'm just asking the question. Is it entirely possible that people, not Biden himself, hell, the man doesn't know where he is, but people within the administration, because let's be honest, they're not pro-American. Is it entirely possible that they could be behind it on purpose to distract from what we We're pretty sure that it's a distraction anyway, to distract what's going on in Arizona to distract what has been started in Michigan. They've started an audit in Michigan. They've started an audit in New Hampshire. It's funny how this thing happens right now. I mean, hell, the only reason I ask is the people in the Biden administration shut down one pipeline. What's to stop them from shutting down another one? What you mean the most popular president in American (laughs) history would
1: would do something like that? (laughs) Again with this. Oh, I'm not going to let that rest. No, that that is such BS that they're they're blatantly lying to you out in the
0: open, repeatedly, and we're supposed to just bend over and take it. Nah, you don't believe that eighty-one million people voted for a basement dweller? What's wrong with you, Bruce? You're you're just denying the uh, you're, you're denying the the facts and the uh, uh, the the integrity of the the U.S. election. That's what you're denying. You're denying democracy is what you're doing. McCarthy, Senator McCarthy, came out and said that uh, the election's over. Uh, we don't need to be paying any attention to this. And Liz Cheney says we need to be following the Constitution and not the big lie. And I, you see I agree. That she's we been, should be, I we agree should be with following
1: her. the Constitution. Yeah. yeah.
0: But she says we can't follow both, so we have to follow the Constitution and not the big lie. Um, you're honestly constitute. God, I hate it when politicians pull out the Constitution. Well, that, and start it doesn't matter because she's been we- tossed out on her, her useless ass anyway. So it doesn't matter. It's, which is where she belongs. She she doesn't yeah. belong anywhere in politics from from here on out. She should be banished, as far as I'm concerned. That infuriates anyway. me though. Any time
1: uh, a politician pulls out the Constitution, it's only for their own ends, and it's yep. usually to beat down. Especially if it's a Republican, it's only to beat down Republicans for standing up. It's like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that because the Constitution says. Blah, blah, blah. No, you've been violating the Constitution this entire time, and now you want to pull it
0: out and start trying to beat us down with it? You got some nerve. Do you know what else really, really aggravates me since we're on the subject? I know this is probably, I'm going to trigger you by, by doing this. When you have politicians like Nancy Pelosi saying that her constituency follows the Gospel of Matthew. <laughs> yeah,
1: her, her her favorite book being the the The, the, the Word.
0: The Word. Yes, the word. Yeah, yeah. When you have she politicians that pander, yeah. When you have politicians that pander, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Even even when you have them pander to like uh, you know ethnic gr- different ethnic groups and and different uh, whatever that goes for everything, right? That that goes for everything. Every group, every whatever uh, people that they get blocked up and divided. And I'm talking about the fake politicians. That go down to Texas and sit there and give some political speech with their foot up on a bale of hay on the campaign trail. Uh, it's like, uh what, what was her name? Um, the the woman from Florida with that that the cowboy, the sequence oh, yeah, cowboy, cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
1: who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
0: that that's all hat and no cattle is what that is, right? Yeah. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke. Yeah. Give me a break. All right. So I got people from. Florida all the way up into New Hampshire telling me that they're running out of uh, gasoline uh, at these stations. I had a picture sent to me this morning from somebody in North Carolina that they have like all the bags over the pumps and no one can get it. I mean, it, it like the stations yeah. are empty. They went to like three or four stations are all out. Yeah. Um, people in South Carolina are telling me that they're out. People in Florida are telling me that they're out. Uh, people in New York are telling me that they're out. People are uh, in New Hampshire are telling me that they're running out. So it's a real deal. You know, it's it's the real thing uh, that's going on. Uh, The national average price for a gallon of gasoline soared to its highest level this week since the Obama era. And it's likely going to increase in the short term. Oh, you think you were getting lower gas prices with uh, with Biden? I haven't heard a single person. If this had gone on under Trump, you know, the media would be out there every day putting him in the fire, blaming him. I haven't heard word one from the mainstream media about how this is the Biden administration's fault. Not just Biden. I'm not blaming Biden. I'm blaming the administration because that's who's calling the shots here. It's not him. I I would say it's not just the administration. I actually, I think,
1: I I do think Trump actually has a little bit to blame here as well. So does Obama. And the reason I'm saying that is uh, we've had at least three presidents that could have helped shore up digital security, you know, cybersecurity. But they do. I mean, what have they done to really help that? um to really push for that. I think Trump did try to go, you know, increase stuff a little bit with cybersecurity, but there there hasn't really been any increases. I mean, not only that, it, it really it boils down to it's the company's fault, uh, themselves. And, you know, it, it, at, at the same time, the 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 government's like who was it? The um spokeswoman for cybersecurity or something like that for for anyway. She was basically saying well, the the because this is ransomware. They were hit with ransomware, and they were they're they're being demanded to to pay money. And she was like, "Well, we can't tell them whether they should or shouldn't pay the the ransom because you know they're they're a private company and whatnot, and you know there's not really anything we can do for them because they're a private company." Kind of the the way it was worded and the way she was talking, it's a private company. It's almost kind of like she was saying, hey, if you want extra protections, you're going to need to be a government funded or a government mm-hmm. sanctioned business instead of mm-hmm. a private company is kind of how it felt. Yeah. She was yeah. saying,
0: we got to take but. everything over just to keep you safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we're the only ones that can do that. Right. Because they've kept you so safe during a <clears throat> pandemic, haven't they? Kept yeah. you so safe. Yeah. They're oh, going to keep your well, funds safe. They're going to keep your your health safe. They're going to keep your your food safe. Oh, yeah. 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 They're going to do all uh, that. Edu- they're going to give you education? They're yes. All the-
1: yeah. I mean, it's not like they didn't fund the, the, the gain of function research
0: in Wuhan or anything. You know, it's not like they caused the problem or anything like that. Bruce, let me ask you a question. When you want to... And I'm, I'm, I swear to you, this is not out of the onion of the Babylon Bee. When you want to go to a fuel station, you personally, I'm going to ask you that, right? Because you okay. live in an oil town, right? I mean, you you know that's that's what goes on down there. I mean, that's that's the industry down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go to a fuel station and you want to say uh, get some gasoline uh, or fuel, diesel fuel or or kerosene, whatever you buy, you want to get some of that to take with you. That's not going to be put into your vehicle's tank yes how would you put that in a like what would you put that in to take it a away can a jerry can okay so yeah. or gas can for those listening gas in the can. yeah yeah that's what you would use you wouldn't use anything else i mean you you need a closed
1: container um so i mean i guess you could redneck something but then you run the risk of is the material you're using Static. No. Yeah. So basically, no. I would.
0: I. I wouldn't use anything else other than a gas can. Well, a lot of people aren't even like a lot of fuel stations, and I've actually had friends back in the back in the states that have run into this problem. They actually get told when they show up with a different kind of gas can or jerry can that's sorry, you can't use that kind of can here. So, and it's a sealed container, but it's a different one. Like for example, if you're if you're a hobby person that has uh, a race car on the weekends or something you know a dirt track car or whatever mm-hmm. then it's mm-hmm. a different it's a different fuel can it's a sealed yeah. one but it's a different fuel can and they they're told you know you can't do that you can't fill that up here that kind of stuff they don't you know it's not certified it's not uh, the right color or something like that because it has to be mm-hmm. a certain color it has to be red yeah. it has to be in the right kind of container but you're, you're sure that you wouldn't use anything else to carry gasoline if you if you i mean I, w- I would use a fuel can i mean if okay. if But a can of some kind that was sealed.
1: Yeah, a sealed container of some kind, Uh yeah.
0: The old military metal cans that would go back on the back of like a wheel of sheep or something. Yeah, those things are great. The federal government warns Americans not to fill plastic bags with gas during the fuel shortage. I'm not joking. Are people so stupid as to do this? I've seen people take those big, you know, the big Rubbermaid
1: containers, plastic containers, Uh Uh clear ones, filling it with gas. Or the big big, uh, trash... Cans, plastic trash cans, you know, the really big yeah, forty yeah. gallon, fifty
0: gallon whatever it is. The fifty five gallon drums, the blue ones, yeah.
1: Y- yeah. They they were filling one of those full with gas. Open open container.
0: But a plastic bag? A
1: plastic bag, yeah. That one that one is that that that
0: the U.S. I, I, Consumer Product Safety Commission, as if you can imagine that we actually have such a thing. I didn't even know such an organization existed. That's another one of those useless organizations that is a uh, uh, is what we would call a bloatware. If you're looking at it in terms yeah. of software, yeah. they put out a tweet from their actual certified Twitter account at USCPSC. You can go and look it up. They say, "Do not fill plastic bags with gasoline." <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't even know what to say to that like yeah i i thought the
1: tupperware one or the the rubbermaid one was bad enough because literally all it takes is static electricity and you can cause that thing to go up and it plastic like
0: uh, okay I, I there is even... a lady there is a la- if you look at that video there, there is a lady that is actually filling a plastic bag up with gasoline <laughs> from the pump and uh, not to mention the fact
1: that what if that you just have a small leak in the bag well to be fair she does double bag it Um, I I don't even know. Um, uh, At least it's raining. I mean, because at least that will help humidity and everything, you know, reduce the chances of it igniting or something. You know, it kind of kills static electricity a bit, but I don't even know what to say to that.
0: I I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it. So there's a video, the the video that we're watching. uh, This was first posted. Oh, my God. This was first posted in December 2019. Yeah. So I was going to mention that was. And not as a consequence. Not of, yeah. Not as a consequence of gas shortage on the East Coast. But the post was immediately mocked on social media. But it also raised concerns that government employees felt it was necessary to put out a, uh, a tweet to tell people not to do it. Um, so part of me is like,
1: uh, I, I'm really tired of the nanny state. And then, but at the same time, there really are the people dumb enough to do this, something like that. So I, I'm, I'm torn. I, I'm, I'm torn
0: on that one. Well, to continue on, the uh, U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission on Twitter also put out the following. When using a gas canister, gas canister, that's a new one. I've never heard that term before. Gas canister. Never pour gasoline over or near an open flame. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) because. Well, (laughs) I never would have guessed that one. (laughs) They've got a. They've got a cute little video there of them pouring it over an open flame, which is what they tell you not to do. They say flame jetting is a sudden and possibly violent flash fire that can occur when pouring flammable liquids from a container over an exposed flame or other ignition source. Never pour flammable liquids from a from a container over an exposed flame. <laughs> Now every, uh, every redneck that didn't
1: think about doing that for fun is now going to try that for fun, you know? I feel like,
0: yeah, but do, do you feel like it's like, all this is like so condescending? It like the, it's, yeah. it's pathetic. It's pathetic. How, like, I, I get the, the, the crazy woman who was filling the, 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 the bag up with gasoline. Okay. I understand that. That woman needs to be hearing a conversation like that, but I'm insulted. I'm insulted when I see stuff like that. I, don't don't insult my intelligence. I guarantee you I have a higher IQ than most of you idiots uh, in, in these offices putting out this this stupid information. This kind of stuff right here, th- this kind of stuff, like this is stuff that you were taught as a kid to not do. Hell, it's all over every damn warning label. You don't need to be told by the government uh, you shouldn't pour gasoline <laughs> over an open flame. I mean, th- do, do you not realize that that is lit- literally
1: the, the process of, of, you know, your engine uses a spark to ignite the gas, to cause compression, to move the piston, to move your car forward? Like, do control- people not understand that? It's a that? controlled
0: explosion is what propels your sorry yeah. ass down the road in your car, yeah. you government fools. So yes, uh, <laughs> the government, I, I, oh my God, I, it, these people never cease to amaze me, the, these government employees, these useless bureaucracies with, I, I swear, these people that get paid in there, I, I don't even know where, the, the people you find in these government bureaucracies, they're a special kind of people. I can tell you, they are a special kind of people because these people usually don't know really anything, nothing. They know nothing. We're paying a trash man at the DOD 80000 a year. I wonder what these people are making. I can only imagine with garbage suites like that. I can only imagine how much they're getting paid. I bet you they're getting paid double that to come up with crap like that to put out to people.
1: Well, uh, we had what was it? Someone over the election board and, and I figure which county it was. I, think, I wanted to say it was like Florida or something like that, but seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars for a severance package. You're kidding me.
0: Well, the garbage. Did I did I ever tell you about the garbage man in New York or like the, the, the tier one retirement plans that they got like back in the 70s? Yeah, I, 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 I remember hearing. But I mean, come on. The thing about the
1: garbage. Uh, garbage removal is a job that people don't want to do. It's Fair. a very profitable
0: business. It's very lucrative. Fair. But two hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars a year for a pension I mean, from a city that's bankrupt. Okay, well, <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. That that
1: that's fair. But the thing is, is if you actually like, if you had your pension system set up properly, we've talked about it before. Social Security would not only be you'd be able to cover the cost, but they would also have extra, so you you could pay people more
0: money uh, by the time they get to retirement. But Yeah, if they'd actually leave it the hell alone. Yeah, Yeah. we we can't. We can't run things normally. Mm -hmm. But speaking of doing things correctly and running things normally and doing it right, doing it right. When you think of bloated bureaucracy, when you think of government not knowing what in the hell they're doing, when you think of that, I think the U.S. government, don't you? That's what I think. I think. Yeah, and actually, specifically, who was the the fat um, New York...
1: um, What the hell was his name? He ran for president. New Jersey. Chris Christie is who you're thinking of. Was it New Jersey? Thank you. Yes, Chris Christie. That's who I think of when I think of... So yeah,
0: I guess essentially I'm I'm saying the same thing you are. I think of the US government. Well, you don't get things right if you're the U.S. government or if you're a European government, they've made a mess of this entire thing, right? Over the last 12 months. Been an absolute disaster. So we know who doesn't do things correctly. But at the same time, we also know who does things correctly. If you're a government, I mean, I don't see bloated bureaucracies in this government that I'm about to talk about. I don't see wrong decisions in this government that I'm about to mention. I don't see anything wrong really with it because they seem to have everything under control. Uh, and that's North Korea. They've done a great job over the last 12 months. <laughs> you have no idea how difficult it was to do that with a straight face. Yeah, they've done everything correct over the last 12 months in relation to, to the uh, coronavirus outbreak as so much so they've actually informed the World Health Organization that they still have zero covid cases. Zero. Oh, so
1: does uh, uh, the the country that banned using the word covid-19. And instead
0: said, uh, "Take some, take some uh, vodka about it." I think it was like uh, Turkmenistan or something. Yeah, I think it was Turkmenistan. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally, I still like Bolsonaro's. I like his answer when they were asking him, "What do you think about the death numbers from yesterday?" And he says, "So." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it sounds callous and harsh, but
1: uh, quit your so. belly aching. Yeah, that's so. People, the people die. Unfortunately, it's part of. Part of our cycle.
0: I was looking at the U.S. death numbers today for 2020, 19,000. That's what they had, 19,000. It's less than the deaths we would have had under the seasonal flu. Those were 19,000 COVID deaths, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like actual COVID. and COVID, yeah, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yes, that's less than the flu. North Korea reaffirmed its highly questioned claim on Tuesday that it has not identified a single confirmed case of the coronavirus within its borders. In a report to the World Health Organization, well, that that just says it right there. That just says it. They know exactly what they're doing. What is it that they've done that we dumb Westerners just can't get figured out? What what is it that they've done? They've they've created a vaccine that's one hundred percent effective. Right, right. That's because uh, that's why they tried to hack the uh, the the U.S. for Pfizer's uh, vaccine. Right. Yeah. Well, no, see, they already had it like they already had the,
1: the vaccine preemptively. Um, oh, and, and, and if you show any signs of COVID-19, they they, they inoculate you right then and there. And it solves that COVID-19 <laughs> <Yes>. problem <laughs> right away. Yes,
0: yes. Their supposed first. <laughs> we're, we're laughing over here. Their, their supposed <laughs> first bad. It's case. It's It's terrible. Yeah, it Tell is. Their, su- their supposed first case. And this is a true story. Uh, their supposed first case, a guy sneezed in a bathhouse. Somebody sneezed. So they showed up and drug him out of there and shot him. Yep.
1: (laughs) Executed him in the street. That's uh, I I know we were laughing gallows humor.
0: I mean, it's bad, but um, that's how they did it. That's that's what they're doing. North Korea has reportedly asserted that they have succeeded in uh, keeping all COVID cases out of the country, despite sharing borders with South Korea, Russia and China all those countries have reported cases of course china is where it came from i know that that's a according to the biden administration that's a hate crime i think now but mm. um yes uh, you know a little bit of an inconvenient truth I, i'm sorry if that gets in the way uh, of things of so these these uh these low life degenerates but okay you'll have the fbi knocking on your door briefly. okay fine yeah go ahead go ahead uh north korea's border Uh, along the Yalu River with China is especially porous and typically attracts a significant amount of economic activity, including some that has prompted accusations that China is violating international sanctions on its totalitarian neighbor. They have sanctions on their neighbor? Never would have guessed. If it wasn't for China, I don't think North Korea would even exist. True. Yet Pyongyang has insisted that they've prevented all cases from entering the country. While they say that there is no national exposure to the virus, Kim Jong un has made several public remarks that belly the claim, including describing North Korea as being in a worst ever situation in its history and apologizing amid tears for the government's poor performance throughout 2020. He also ordered huh. the rapid construction. Yeah, you remember the speech. He also ordered the rapid construction of a new health facility, the Pyongyang General Hospital, last week, which has yet to be completed. Amid rumors that the regime ran out of construction materials, well, I guess well, they were producing see, so many that that they just didn't have enough.
1: Right, right. Yeah, that that that's what it was. Is they were they were using they were they were exporting their goods so so much to help right. other countries. You right, see, that were that were right. uh, you know battling COVID and, and well, that's yeah.
0: the that's the equitable thing to do.
1: Right, in, right. in such yeah. a time of There's crisis, such a well, you see because. North Korea is the the linchpin for everything. Like They're the ones that make sure all the countries don't fight one another and destroy one another. They're the ones that are keeping the earth from cracking open from all the... I wish I was being facetious, but that's...
0: Uh-huh. their propaganda uh-huh now now this is interesting they say that they've only conducted 26,000 tests since the pandemic began of course if you don't test you don't have a you don't have the virus yeah. and if you don't have the virus well then you don't have a pandemic uh, and so all the rest of it falls apart North Korea's most recent claim to having no covid cases follows a reported request to the World Health Organization for vaccines against the pathogen well, I'm just curious. If you're requesting the World Health Organization for vaccines against coronavirus, yet you don't have any cases, why would you need them?
1: Yeah, you don't have any cases. So we don't need to send you any.
0: Save it for other countries that need it. So according to Radio Free Asia, uh, they're citing anonymous sources within North Korea, which I'm sure that it's very difficult to get information in and out of there. But we know that there are people on the inside that do get information out. uh, And there are people on the outside that smuggle information in as well. But they are saying that uh, Pyongyang is urging health workers and others to treat the pandemic as a war, which we all know that that's what it is in which total defeat of the threat is necessary. Uh, isn't that what Xi said in the early days? The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot allow this demon to hide. Isn't that what he said? I think those are his exact words, if I'm if I'm understanding it or remembering it correctly. It's been a while, but I do remember very vividly what he said. Of course, that was an epidemic at the time, not a pandemic. And an epidemic is a local outbreak, which is where it originated from, as I said. Racist. Uh, immer- Pretty good. Yes, yes. Emergency communist propaganda materials reportedly told health workers that as the first line of defense in our war on the virus, they are fighters who should play a leading role. That sounds almost familiar to how the um, the hospital staff and healthcare workers have been treated here, isn't it? Oh, the frontline workers, the, uh, you know, go out and clap for the NHS kind of thing that was going on in the UK, right? Yeah. You're all doing great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds awful familiar. Propaganda. Uh huh. Sounds awful familiar. The materials also emphasize that healthcare workers should take pride in their positions. Does that sound familiar? Which you should do that without having to be told to do so. As it is an important opportunity to verify their loyalty to the party, the revolution. And their love for the people through the emergency quarantine projects in their region. Sounds awful familiar. Yeah, except now on on the global stage, it's not going to be your loyalty to the
1: party. It's going to be your loyalty to your ESG score,
0: Mm -hmm. to
1: the the, the greater
0: populace, to, uh, you know, your neighbor. Well, you don't want to kill somebody. You don't want to kill grandma, do you? Can you imagine that? It's like it's 2021. Right. Now think about this. You're calling up your office. Hi, uh, I'm not going to be able to come into work today. Oh, why not? I- I'm sick. Oh, you are. OK, what are your symptoms? Uh, what What are my symptoms? Uh, wh- well, I don't have any. OK, well, then why are you calling in sick? Well, I, I came back with a positive result for uh, for covid, uh, but I'm asymptomatic. OK, yeah, it's- yeah. So I can't come in for 10 days. Sorry. Have a nice day. That's calling off work now because you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. At any other time we would have considered that not sick. Yeah, we call it playing hooky and you'll face a uh, you'll face a write up when you come in and disciplinary action. If you continue yeah. to do that, that's what it yeah. would be. If you're uh, depending on where you work, you would just get fired. <laughs> well, yeah, I was being generous, you know? Yeah, I was being generous, but yeah, you were, people yeah. that would continuously call off. Uh, I would just I would can them. I mean, sorry. You no, know, you're going to continue to do that. Well, then what am I keeping you around for? Sorry. use a vacation day. If you have it. Yeah, if you have it, if you've got the time take it yeah yeah oh uh, but uh, one of the thing i forgot to mention when you call off in in 2021 like that you still deserve full pay right right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay not not just full pay it needs to it, it needs to be 25 dollars an hour minimum yeah yeah well i mean you you mm-hmm. got you got things to pay for yeah of course mm-hmm. that's an okay narrative now by the way it's no is it 25 now man. We, oh, 15 not enough. Yeah, we got to do 15's not yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's North Korea. You believe that? Hell no, I don't. All right. China has been accused of dumping ultra cheap masks in the U.S. Really?
1: Never would have guessed that. Wait, you mean you mean the country that was making um, crappy tools that bend and break under pressure? This has been a th- China steal. It's a joke. We We've known this for a long time. That used to be around here. In my circles, you would have a tool or or a product or something would break, and the first response was probably made in China, wasn't it? We've known it for a long time. They make cheap stuff.
0: That's just you know. I have a I have a belt. I have a belt that I bought like 20 years ago. I'm not even joking. I bought it like 20 years ago, and it was made in the USA, and it's the same belt, the same yeah. one. It's not cracking. The leather's not cracking. It's not worn out. I mean, it's got some wear on it. Sure. It's 20 years old. It's a belt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not falling apart. And I bought another belt. I want to say it was like two, three years ago. I bought one i literally wore it i I want to say like two i bet i want to say it was like well i'm getting to that (laughs) i want to say it was it was it was genuine leather according Uh to what Uh was stamped on it yeah according yeah i want to say i wore it like maybe four or five times before the thing literally started falling apart on itself there was there was nothing that was keeping with it like the, the leather was not only splitting as you said but before that it wasn't even leather actually because it was just a latex material that was pressed over top of it that you couldn't even and tell the difference. But right. that started to peel off first. And when that did, then the whole thing started cracking and falling apart. And like the only thing that survived on it was the actual buckle part of it. And and how even that was starting to have the the finish and the, the whatever it was like peeling off of it. And so it's a joke. It's a joke. And I paid I remember I paid the same price or even a little more than the American made belt for that thing. And that was 20 years ago. I still have a belt that I had in high school. Um, Still like, an American.
1: Grade, belt. I think I got it. Yeah, American belt leather. Uh I mean, it's it's metal studded and whatnot. So I'm kind of Mm -hmm. yeah my style. But yeah, I still have it.
0: Still in good ultra, shape. But yeah, don't you want one of these ultra cheap? Masks? I mean, I'm looking at some of these. They just they just put out like something. I mean, it doesn't really matter because these things don't work anyway. So uh, honestly, I don't think it even matters. Ultra cheap mask. OK, fine. It's just a it's just a thing that's got N95 stamped on the side of it. Honestly, if the masks were really effective and they really
1: did work and it was life saving and then the government uh, would be supplying had, them. Yeah, the government. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, there they would be a huge Uh, supply and and
0: demand Uh issue. And there would be standardization on top of that. And more than that, here's the kicker that you know that this is bull. They're not telling you the effective time for them. And they're not telling you how to properly dispose of them. There's not disposal things around everywhere. People are just tossing. If this is such a a crazy, deadly, whatever, it's so contagious, whatever, then shouldn't you have proper disposal of these things? None of that. You should... Everybody should be educated on property.
1: do you remember uh seeing the the videos and the p s a s and whatnot um of uh like back in the fifties you know during the cold war telling you how to put on your your gas mask properly and whatnot i remember seeing black and white footage of of proper usage of gas masks and you need to be ready at a moment's notice to wear a gas mask and so on that was for a reason now it's uh where your your where your your handkerchief or your uh Napkin over your face. Otherwise, you're gonna cause so and so to have asymptomatic cold. At this point, it, it's so stupid. Nobody believes it. Those that do believe it are are locked up in their homes still. Everybody else that's out there is just virtue signaling. It's just they're just out there. It's a it's a talisman. It's a a symbol for their their um, status in society. It it has no actual use. Uh, if you were so terrified of the virus. Uh, if it was like, if it spread like, you know, SARS and had a death rate of Ebola, everybody would willingly social distance, wear masks, everything would be shut down. Uh, you would see dead people in the streets, bodies piling up. You would have the the refrigerator trucks coming in and taking the bodies. And like, we're not seeing any of that. We're not seeing anything. It, it It's life is normal, minus the places that
0: decided to shut down and. I mean I saw this woman today and I kid you not she was she had to have been terrified she had to be one of these people she wouldn't look at anybody in 95 and uh, it was hand sanitizer going in the st- no I'm sorry hand sanitizer before she picked up the shopping cart hand sanitizer from when she picked up the shopping cart to when she walked in the store mind you that's 15 feet. so she hand sanitizes again she shops And we both left about the same time. I mean, I wasn't like following her around the store or anything, but we both left the same time. She parked right next to me in the parking lot and she's she's masked up the whole time until she gets back in her car. When she gets back in her car, she hand sanitizes again. She takes her mask off, puts her windows down and drives off. Now, uh, to be fair, the last hand sanitizing, that
1: last one. Not really against that one after going okay. to the grocery store Fair. and handling the Fair. cart. Yeah,
0: because when yeah. when I when I get back home, I mean, I do wash, but I I do that all the time anyway. You know, yeah. I mean, shopping carts are dirty; they're disgusting. You right. Know, I mean, yeah. it's just the way they, it is. Yeah, pretty nasty. I mean, you're you're handling a cart
1: that you've had some. You know, uh, I don't I don't know if the carts is the same way there, but you you get the little compartment in the the front that yeah, yeah. they usually put their kids yeah, yeah. in, and yep, you know,
0: the kids are just walking factories for germs, so you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, but that, I mean, that, that kind of stuff right there, like that woman was terrified. She was terrified. That person right there. I feel sorry for someone like that, that has been scared so bad that she can't even see reality anymore. You know something? At
1: least she took it off and opened the windows and everything. But I would have been like, hey, lady, you, you were so ter- terrified inside. You just rolled down your window if somebody sneezes while you drive by, you're going to get COVID that way. So why are you, why do you have the windows down and, and enjoying your, the, I mean, if you're going to go, if you, if you're going to go crazy, go full crazy. I mean, if you're going to do this, don't, don't half-ass it. <laughs>
0: uh, this just in, uh, fist fights are now being reported all across the state of North Carolina at uh, fuel stations, uh, people that are waiting there. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, there it is. <sighs> people already on edge, um, unfortunately. So I said, people are are wound so tight that they're they're actually to the point now where they're they're just snapping. All right, uh, let's talk about. You know what? I don't want to do universities. They're telling they're telling you university students two and a half million university students in the U.S. They're telling you if you don't take one of these experimental things, you can't come back to college. Guess what? Thanks for telling me where I stand when it comes to your university. I will not be pursuing my education opportunities with you. I will go somewhere else. Have a nice day. Thanks. Anything you want to say Um, on that? Because I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, actually.
1: I I will say this on that. If I were a college student and I had already paid some money into the college for um, education and now they're refusing to give the product that I purchased, I am suing the hell out of you. And then when I think I've adequately sued the hell out of you, I'm going to sue the hell out of you again. Like this is no, no, this should not every single parent that is paying for their kid to go or if you're paying for it yourself should be suing the hell out of these places. You, you, you're not the product in this scenario. You're the consumer. You're the one buying the product. You're buying an education. That's what you're purchasing. The universities don't get to come in and say, well, you can't do this or you have to do this or no, I'm the one paying here. You're the one serving me. I say what I can and can't do.
0: That's an interesting point. That's an interesting argument you could make. I think to just about every place that uh, mandates a vaccine passport to enter their business, you mandate that. Okay, well, um, I'm just going to sue you for discriminating against me. And if I'm, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Now, if I'm, if I'm somebody that's paying, for example, let's say you belong to a gym and the gym has been closed, right? I'm in this situation. Gym has been closed. And they say, oh, well, you're going to have to have a vaccine passport before you can come back here. I might just sue you because I've been paying you this entire time. And now you're telling me I have to do that to get back into your place. No, 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 no. I'm paying you. I'm paying you. I'm continuing to pay for your staff and your services, even though I'm not attending because you're choosing to remain closed. Because you won't stand up for yourself. Now I understand that your business is just trying to survive, but let's be honest here. You've done everything that you've been told up to this point, and how's that worked out for you? You know, you're you're trying to do everything you're told. Uh, you're trying to do the right thing, but you know something?
1: It's time for the average person. It's time for the, the population to stand up and say, "Okay, yeah, I, I commend you for for trying to do what's right." And and you know, try. But um, we're being lied to here. It's time to get things back in order and going again and kick them in the ass and get them moving. And if that requires you file a lawsuit against them, uh, but, you know, OK. I mean, it's technically that's fraud as well. You're being sold a bill of goods and you're not receiving that. That, that, that is not what they're, they're, they're giving. So in a sense, not only do you have fraud, but you have discrimination because they're discriminating you for not having a vaccine um, or, or just not wearing a mask, for example. That's discrimination. Sorry, there's or
0: or wearing one is discrimination, I would argue.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, so there's an element of um, it's a private business and you can you can, you know, choose what you want, who you want to do, you know, you reserve the right to do business with whoever you want. Um, so if the business wants to say something like, well, wear a mask or don't wear a mask. Okay. You know, that that's, that's reasonable. Uh, I'm at this point though, I'm so pissed off at it. I'm, you know what? I just, I'm I'm going to flip in the bird and walk out. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean that, that, that's kind of, that's where I'm at with that when it comes to masks. Yeah. But if your yeah. business comes in and says you have to have a certain health status, um, no, those are fighting words. I'm yeah. suing the hell out of you.
0: All right, let's talk about Israel and Gaza. That area over there is uh, is really kicking off. Uh, what, what's your take on it?
1: Well, my take is um, Israel. You haven't hit them hard enough. That that's my first opinion. You don't negotiate with terrorists. Gaza Strip should have never been given over to the the, the Palestinians to begin with. Um, they should have just. They should have doubled down. And and you know when they went in 2014 and you you had the Gaza war or whatever they called it they should have gone in and, and boots on the ground taken control of the place and Hamas I'm sorry shoot on site that that's that's my opinion with the Hamas and this any terrorist is, organization
0: Yeah this is breaking uh Gaza reports Ministry of Health in Gaza reports 65 people are dead including 16 minor and 365 wounded from Israeli bombings so far Gaza has called for an end to the uh, uh, an end to the bombings. Uh, and Israel have responded and said there will be no ceasefire with Hamas. Uh, attacks on Gaza will be expanded. Uh, and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad has said that more rockets will be fired at nine p.m. this evening, local time.
1: So my take, I, I've actually seen video on some of the rockets they shot over, and you know it's probably. Twenty thirty rockets in this barrage that that was in the video, and you see him get shot down, intercepted by um, Iron Dome. It, you know, honestly, I I'm a bit I, I don't know aggressive or, or when it comes to com when it comes to combat situations like this, and and I I kind of have an old school opinion of how war should be handled. Um, and by old school opinion, I mean um, we haven't done that since World War II. Um, you know, uh, nuking Japan and to to end the war. Uh. Yeah, that—that's the kind of brute force that I—that I expect. You hit them hard, you hit them fast, and you hit them with so much overwhelming force
0: that um, all they can do is um, cower in a puddle. The Israeli cabinet meeting—this is also Uh, breaking—the Israeli Mm -hmm. cabinet meeting—it's coming in fast. Uh, They just had a meeting, and it's over. IDF operations against Hamas and and Gaza will intensify. Uh, Drones apparently just roof-knocked the uh, Ministry of Finance with a missile in in Gaza. Total destruction with warplane strikes— are possibly imminent. What My my opinion. Okay, so the Gaza
1: health minister, whatever it was, the health department releasing Uh that there's been casualties that were civilians. For those that are unaware of what happens with Hamas, they specifically go to schools, apartment complexes, um, hospitals, and fire rockets from those locations, specifically knowing when Israel attacks, there will be casualties. That's the entire intention. In fact, they're trying to shield themselves with human bodies to keep Israel from doing that. Um, And usually when Israel goes in and does these strikes like this, they did this back in 2014 in the Gaza War. They sent out text messages to the area and basically said, get the hell out of there. We're bombing it in 10 minutes. And they would come in and bomb the place. Honestly, that's a great gesture. There's casualties in war. And I I, I know that sounds bad and it's horrible, but there's no other way. You've got to... Occur,
0: but stop to that to that the violence. What would you, uh, I don't like. Know. Why would you even? Why would you live there? It, it why would it why would you live in Gaza? I mean, you and I were talking about this offline before we started. Mm-hmm. Why would you live there? In, in my personal opinion, when when you look at it, they have no GDP. They have no import export operations. Wha- why would you live there? Why? And and as you said, uh, Bruce, they they use they're being used as human shields. I the only thing I can think of is they have some
1: kind of emotional connection to it. Oh, my great grandfather used to live here. That's not a good enough reason. I'm sorry. I mean, if they started doing like terrorist attacks from my town and then, uh, the, you know, there, there was retaliation stuff. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm packing up and leaving, taking the essentials and I'm out. There There is no reason for you to uh, risk your own life, your family's life, your kid's life, whatever, and staying in a, in a, a, a scenario like that. Now, I, I understand that it kind of makes it difficult in those locations to find some other place to go because... Countries don't want, even Arab countries, don't even no. want some of the, the people from no. there. But if they're you're... you are too revolutionary. A, a, they're, yeah, that's the problem. They're, they're too revolutionary. A lot of the people believe the... the they drink the Kool-Aid, a lot of them. And, and unfortunately, how do you combat an ideology? Especially an ideology that believes that if they kill the infidel, they get to heaven.
0: You know, I, I was listening to somebody who is very well-versed in, uh, in Palestine, and they worked many many years in counterterrorism and everything after like 9-11 and they said very clearly they said listen to me very closely you go to sit down and try and work out some kind of a compromise or some kind of a deal with Hamas or with Palestinians it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter what you do, what you offer them, what agreement you come to. You can't reason with them. And this is a this is somebody that worked all the way back in the days when Yasser Arafat was around. If anybody remembers him, I don't know if we have anyone in our audience that's uh, of that age or not. But you can't make a deal uh, with with any of this. You just can't do it. And I love the timing of it all. Now this is uh, it's either <laughs> it's either really really convenient. Or it's just by chance. One of the two. It can't be both. But Netanyahu was seeing a lot of protests in the last couple of weeks. People want him out. Mass protests in front of the government building want him gone. He was unable to form a coalition government this time around in the elections. So they want him out. And of course, you've got failing Western policies overall uh, when it comes to COVID and the shutdown of the economies and everything else. You've got an election that's being audited in the United States that's growing in scope. And now this happens on top of the pipeline stuff. Now this happened. And why am I tying in the West to what's going on in in Israel and the Gaza Strip? Why, why am I tying that together? Because as soon as that happened, as soon as Hamas started hitting those targets inside Israel, as soon as that happened, what did you see? In London, in Paris, in New York, in Chicago, Portland, in Seattle, all the usual cities, right? You had free Palestine marches that started up in mass. I smell a rat. That's just me. I smell a rat. I I have to agree with you. I I think so. It may not have been. It's
1: not okay. So Ramadan, just it, it's every year around Ramadan, there is always violence. The extremists always get violent. Um, it, it's usually like right at the end or right after. Uh, many times it's during, I guess, as well. So just typically Ramadan in general. You you have the extremists that go out and do stuff. Um. I think this rat you're talking about uh, uh, was utilizing that um, that uh, increase in violence and that um, uptick, if you will, to his advantage. So basically to say this was going to happen anyway, as far as the violence,
0: but how much it spread around the world, I think he has a hand in. Yeah, I, I just, I think it's... I think it's all strange that it just all comes together at this time. And then, of course, I mean, there's an oil shortage in the Middle East is going to get all stirred back up. You know, I heard some people saying that when Biden got elected, that, you know, because 81 million people voted for this guy when he got elected, Mm -hmm. uh, that we would be back as the Americans, we would be back in a war on the international stage within six months. It's been four. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, here uh, as well in the... um I think it
1: was Gulf of Oman, you know, that, that area over there. We had a Coast Guard ship send uh, a few uh, warning shots at some Iranian uh, Royal Guard or w- whatever they're called, uh, the terrorist group. There. Republican Guard, yeah. Um, Republican, Re- Revolutionary uh, yeah. Guard, sorry. Revolutionary. Re- yeah, there you go. Revolutionary Guard. Yeah, shot a few... Shot a few warning shots at them. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Uh, are you sure? warning shots are, are negotiation. You, are, are, that, are you sure? Negotiation. I wasn't yeah. sure of
0: your stance up to this point. I, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't quite figure it out. Yeah. All right, I, anyway. I, I, they shouldn't have been warning shots, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's get to a little bit more calm situation. Maybe, maybe they're just doing this... All wrong. Maybe. Maybe they're going about this the wrong way. Maybe instead of lobbing rockets back and forth between Israel and Palestine, maybe they should send social workers and mental health counselors instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll, maybe. that'll totally. well. I mean, wh- what
1: have we heard? the The, the whole problem is with terrorists is um it's because of climate change.
0: How on earth? I haven't heard that one yet. Are they seriously tying terrorism to climate change? Uh, that 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 was actually a few years ago. Really? That was used. how How on earth did I miss that one? I don't know. I'm going I'm, I'm to say that was a good four years ago that that was used. OK, well, according to the World Economic Forum, all of us were climate terrorists anyway. True. So in order to keep us in check, we need Climate core to uh, to keep us in check. You might as well just create the Hitler Youth. Some 911 calls in Baltimore may soon be answered by mental health counselors. Like I said, maybe they just need. Social workers and mental health counselors over in uh, over in Gaza and and in, and in Israel. Maybe I, I hope you don't bring your wallet and your uh, any kind of uh, wealth on you. How how on earth do these do gooder idiots think that they're going to be able to deal with problems such as this? You can sit behind your desks and shuffle your academic papers around all day long. But let me explain something to you, you morons. You're not out there in the street. You deal in academic theory. You know nothing about the real world, nothing. I believe you said it the other day, Bruce. Intelligence doesn't mean wisdom. I think that's how you put it. And, and that's, yeah. You're, yeah, you're very astute to put it like that. That's exactly what this is. You sit there and you claim that you're holier than thou. And you're going to fix all the social problems through counseling. The people in the streets, you can spend your time trying to rehabilitate them, but it will get you nowhere because the people in the streets don't want to be rehabilitated. If they want to be rehabilitated, then there are countless programs and money and opportunity and all the rest of it for them to come out of that situation and go and make a productive life for themselves. It's there. But they have to realize... That the situation that they're in is going to kill them. If they don't understand that, then guess what? It will kill them. And no amount of Kleenex and and giving them a shoulder to cry on is going to change that. You know, I, I used to work out there in the streets in the U.S. Believe me, you spend more time, especially if you're doing it from the criminal side of things, you spend more time as a social worker than you do as somebody in law enforcement. That comes with the job. Or didn't you idiots learn any of this? So it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how kind you try to behave or given a mental health in the streets as an outpatient ward. That doesn't work. You think that you can just fix things by eliminating one thing and replacing it with another. You're you're thinking that the change comes within the bureaucracy itself when the problem becomes the bureaucracy itself. That's what you don't understand. I'm talking about the do-gooders. That's what they don't understand. If you want to fix the problems in society, which I truly believe that some of them feel like they can do, that doesn't mean they're going to, not in the way that they're trying to put it for themselves. But if they really want to fix society, then the way to fix it is to create the systems that allow society to fix itself. Oh, you mean throw more money at it? (laughs) No, that's not what I mean. (laughs) You create situations where you as the bureaucracy and as the government get the hell out of the way and you let the community handle it. They can create schools without government oversight. They can create their own economies. They can create their own tax structure, if you even want one. They can create their own homes, their own property rights. The whole idea of being a society of the self-governed is that it's exactly that. We are a society of self-governed people, meaning we don't need the centralized bloated bureaucracy and the mental health workers and the social workers to fix those problems. You think that by eliminating police, that ends crime. It doesn't. What ends crime is society progressing to a certain point to where crime becomes irrelevant and the society shames the people that commit the crimes. And so they leave. Maybe like, I don't know, having a a
1: family structure, for example, uh, that helps reduce crime. Yeah. You know, um, religious institutions. Faith, religious traditions, faith, um, maybe having—I don't know—morals um, and what not taught again, and which uh, again that comes back to
0: family. But I mean,
1: we, government is a problem.
0: I've, it is. I, I've made this. I've made this statement several times before, and, and I hate to say it again because the listeners are probably tired of hearing it just as much as I'm tired of saying it. I live in a town of fifteen thousand people, and there are no police. There's not one. Do you know why? They have two fire dep- two full paid fire departments because they have to have it because there's so many people here. Do you know why they don't have paid police here where I'm at? Because there's not enough crime that's being committed in order for that to to, to warrant an entire police department. Now, that doesn't mean that crime doesn't exist. Of course it exists. Crime exists everywhere. It's everywhere. But it's not to the level that it, it actually requires the police to show up. Why? Because the community can govern itself everything's been developed within the community. So that problem has become non-existent. They have their own schools. They have parks. They have their family structures. They have their religious institutions. They have their jobs, their places to shop, places to go for entertainment. Although COVID's been a bit of of a strain on all of that. But my point is, is that the community can govern itself. You get the community and the society to a certain point, crime takes care of itself. The people that are in these areas of <clears throat> Expertise, right? These bureaucracies, these these politicians, whatever, the, these morons that think that they know better than everyone else, when in fact they don't know anything. They know nothing. They're just giving some holier than thou speech to everybody that's an unsuspecting person that allows them to get reelected and to, to rake some more money off the top for their political war chest. But what they don't get is that they have no interest in making this world a better place. None. If a bureaucracy is created, to fix a problem well then the bureaucracy would more or less put itself out of a job wouldn't it if it did a good job at it yeah exactly they're not going to put themselves out of a job they're going to expand politicians bureaucrats and all the rest of it they have no interest in fixing social problems because if that's the case then why would they be needed if they, they w- them. well yeah that's what they do that's what they do you have organizations and 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 politicians that come out there and say Oh well, fight for fifteen. Now you say it's fight for twenty five, right? That doesn't yeah. that doesn't penalize a rich person, you idiot. That penalizes everybody else at the bottom that you're supposedly trying to help. And and I hate to sit here and, and keep preaching like this, but Every time I see one of these these articles right here about, well, we're going to defund the police and we're going to replace them with social workers, you idiots have no idea. The cities that decided that they were going to, quote, defund the police have seen the largest spikes in crime since the 50s. Hell, since the gangster era, if you want to get technical about it. That's when violent crime in America was almost at its worst. And so what did these cities had to do? They've had to put money back in. To their police departments. But some of this damage is so irreparable that it can't be fixed. The city of Seattle, for example, has had 200 police officers resign in the last 16 months. How are you going to hire new officers in this climate that these sick idiots have created? How are you going to do that? I wouldn't want to be a cop now. How 10 years ago I didn't want to be one. Well, see, here's the problem. Um, they're,
1: well, they're, they've created a problem, right? So, People aren't willing to come in and work uh as law enforcement because, you know, the the So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna nationalize and have a national system in place to ensure that you have enough law enforcement officers. And we'll just bring them in, you know, it'll it will it will have social workers mixed in as well, and they'll help enforce things like, you know, mask mandates and they'll help enforce things like uh, proper ESGs, social distancing, you know, all, all that's you know, they'll 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 come
0: in and, and better regulate society for us. Uh-huh. You know, I I see this coming out of Baltimore, of all cities, Baltimore. My God! You know, I worked I in Baltimore. Want to be a social worker there. Oh God, no! You know, I I worked in down in the streets of Baltimore, down in the gutters of Baltimore, West Side, East Side, Baltimore. Oh yeah, you get down in it. Trust me, trust me. You don't want to be down in there. You don't want to be down in there as a law enforcement officer, let alone a social worker. They will skin you alive down there. You people, you. I just. <sighs> I, I don't understand these idiots. You think that you're gonna go down there and you're gonna you're gonna walk into into some residence on the west side. Let them here's the thing. as long as the person
1: understands what they're getting into as a social worker, as long as they understand it and, and agree to it, let them try it. See what happens. See if it really does reduce crime rates. See if it really does help anything. I'm just I'm so skeptical of everything we're seeing and 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 cynical with all that's coming and w- what we're seeing with the, the Great Reset and the other agendas that they have going on. I can't see this going well.
0: I, hope I it can't does. i I hope that I hope it does. But I honestly I've I've worked in that city. I know the type, and I worked in it before it was to the level it is now. And, and I'm here to tell you that's not going to work that's not going to work. Now, I I worked with social workers in Baltimore, and I understand the mentality. I do. I get it. I understand it. They want to be able to make contacts, if you will, or they want to be able to have more of an outreach in the community for the programs that they sponsor and they work for and they, they get all their contract money for. I understand. I get it. And I did run across a lot of people that work in these the do good liberal types, you know what I'm talking about. They genuinely believe. Yeah. I mean, they were academics. They genuinely believe that they are doing the right thing and want to do the right thing. But what they don't understand is that they are a cog in the wheel of society that doesn't want them there. That's what they are. That's what they don't get. So the city is one of only a few in the United States that have instituted such programs. Senator Chris Van Hollen said that many have been thinking as of late that not every emergency call requires a police response. In Baltimore, it does. And it requires more officers than you send. The separation of violent and nonviolent calls allows police to focus on the former and more qualified health professionals to handle the latter. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. What are you going to do? Let me ask you this. You, you idiot. What are you going to do when you have, and I've seen this in Baltimore more times than I can count. What are you going to do when you have a mentally deranged, mentally disturbed individual who's a junkie that is naked from the waist down, his legs smeared in feces with an open hypodermic needle, I'm not joking, in his hand, screaming at passerbys on the highway? Are you going to send a police officer or are you going to send a health professional? Which one are you going to send? You idiots know nothing of what you're talking about. Nothing. You don't have the first clue of what's going on. You're in your ivory towers going to your cocktail parties and smooching with whatever media outlet. That's your life. You have no idea what's going on out there in the streets. None. So good luck to you. That's all I have to say. I would also be concerned um, with with, with this scenario. You know,
1: there's been some instances where law enforcement have called the EMTs in and they've used drugs like ketamine to uh you know get unruly individuals i i get why they do it i understand but um at the same time we have people that have died in a george floyd scenario because Fair of point. this Fair and point. nobody nobody was in an uproar uh 2016 i think it was uh was uh one of the ones that happened the the guy was just a white guy he was held down for nine minutes and uh, close to ten minutes, and, and they had in injected Texas, him and everything. And yeah, Texas, yeah, Dallas or what? Guy died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we we have some we have some things we need to fix in law enforcement. But social workers, uh, I, no, I'm sorry. Anytime you call law enforcement, if I call law, if I if it
0: got to the point where I needed to call law enforcement, it's not a social worker. I need It's home defense. Home defense, you yeah. You can't help that they ran into that that home security system you got. That's true.
1: Yeah. The dog doesn't get them, you know?
0: Yeah. All right. We're out of time today. We are going to have to go. For those of you who have not signed up to our Telegram channel, get over there, get signed up to us. Uh, we're... We're putting out all of our podcasts we do here every day over there, as well as our exclusive podcast that we put out once a week. Uh, that's only available to our Telegram subscribers. So get over there, get signed up to us, you can get all that content. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at tipsadynamicindependence.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and as associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, every rating podcast, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, that would be fantastic as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that will do it for today and possibly the week. I'm not sure. But I will be speaking to Marty tomorrow. If he decides to come on, then we will possibly do an exclusive. If not, we will maybe do a regular one, whatever he decides we're going to do. If it is an exclusive, then we will put that out on our Telegram channel. If it is not, then everyone have a great weekend and we will see you on Monday.